Good evening, good evening, good evening, everybody, and welcome to a special edition of the Southern Nerd Show. I deeply apologize to everyone for not coming on last night, but I had something transpire here at the house that uh, needed my immediate attention, and believe me, it truly affected me. It, it, it taught me a lesson. But I will share it with you. I am so happy that everybody has decided to join me tonight. I am so, so elated for what transpired in Georgia on Tuesday. You all came out and you showed out on the election. And we got two of the corrupt gens out of the way. We will briefly talk about that and the train and the things that has just recently transpired after that. Also, I'm gonna make a brief announcement tonight. You know, when we first started this podcast, I said that uh, once a month uh, I would travel and do a live show with someone, and that I would uh, present someone with something that I baked. I have made a decision on who will get something baked and I will be making a trip to do a show with a contributor. You all stay tuned. I'll be right back. First of all, my condolences to you and your family, but in reality, the people we are closest to are the ones who hurt us the most. So sad, but so true. I so enjoyed this segment. Keep doing your thing. All right, welcome back, everybody. Thank you for that. Hey, listen, this is what I'm going to do first. This is what I want to share with you all first. This is what happened to me yesterday. As you know, I had posted on Facebook that we was going to treat yesterday as a day of charity, a day where we just did something, said something nice for someone. It was also my niece's 14th anniversary of her birth. Yesterday evening, as I prepared to do the show, uh, the guy came to do some work around the lawn and I went outside. It was around five o'clock. I got up and I went outside. Well, when I came back inside, I didn't really pay attention to the fact that my little sidekick, little one, wasn't nowhere around. Well, as it turned out, he slipped out of the house on me yesterday. And uh, I didn't really notice it until around six. And when I went out and I tore the house up looking for him and I went out and I called for him and I called for him and he never came. I like to have went crazy. Because I knew for a fact that wherever he was, he was scared because he has never been outside the house away other than in the driveway. 
Well, for a couple of hours, I, I drove around. I searched. I, I, you know, I called. It was cold outside. So, you know, I said, well, you know, I know I have other outside cats. I said, well, you know, I'm just going to just trust and believe that they're going to take care of their big brother because they're used to it. But listen, people. It like to have drove me crazy. Yeah. I cried over my boy. I miss my little one. Well, about 5.15, 5.30 this morning, I go out into the driveway, and there's a lot of wood, wooded area behind where I live. And the other outside cats, they came up, and, you know, it was cold, it was quiet, and I called out his name, and I can hear him meowing in the distance. So I called out his name again, and he told me, hey, come get me. I'm cold. So I went in, and I got this special little flashlight, fluorescent flashlight that I have, and I went outside, and I walked around, and I went up through the backside of the woods, and I shined the light, and I seen his eyes, and I seen the fluorescent collar that I have on it. So here I am at 515, you know, 20 this morning going through the woods to get my boy. But I got him and he hasn't been back towards the door since I brought him in. He came in, sniffed around, ate, went to his bathroom, and hey, he's been asleep all day. But that's what this little badass kid stayed out all night. He got a chance to see that it ain't, it ain't what he thought it was. But in so many ways, I told my partner, I said, man, I said, I gotta, you know, this, this doesn't compare to, uh, the pain that a mother goes through when her child runs away. I say, but with me, feeling the way that I feel because little one is gone. I said, if you magnified that time a hundred, you probably still could never know the feeling of a mother when her child goes missing. But all praises be to God. He's back. He's healthy. Nothing happened to him. He appeared to be when I found him in that same spot, not far from the house. But he was just too scared to move because he had never been out there and hearing everything, you know. But for everyone that I sent out messages to in the neighborhood, thank you for your prayers. The Face of Little One Production has returned, and uh, he will be doing something, but it won't be tonight. I'm going to take a quick, quick break, and I'm going to come right back. All right, everybody, welcome back. Welcome back. Listen, this is what we're going to do. First of all, I want to give recognition out to someone. My, my neighborhood mail carrier, she's a lady, and she is 
probably one of the most sweetest mail carriers that you know I've known. She she she's always respectful and courteous to people. And during the the holidays, uh, they left a card for us in our box. Now, a lot a lot of people don't know that we don't actually celebrate uh, the holidays, but she left a card, and the thought. And all of it is truly appreciated. So I wanted to give a shout out to our mail carrier. You know who you are. I'm not going to say her name. But I will be doing some baking this weekend. And on Monday, God willing, I will let you know so that you can have what I bake. Now, it is either going to be a caramel cake, a lemon cake, or some cookies. I haven't made up my mind. But you can look forward to having something on Monday. So if you're listening to this, you know how to get in contact with me. Let me know and you will be accommodated. Also, I am not going to say the location, but Around January 16th, somewhere around there, I will be traveling. I will be doing a live show for one of the listeners. Her and her family has contributed from day one. This is not to say that other contributors haven't contributed. I'm not saying that. But this family has really reached out. So I will be doing a live show. I'm not going to tell you where because I don't want you bum rushing. You know I'm scared. I ain't going to let you do me like that. I might fall weak. So leave me alone. But anyway, my mail carrier, Greatly appreciate you. Great job. Glad to have you. This contributor, thank you. You know that what you have done is greatly appreciated. Now, we're going to take one more break. We're going to come back. We're going to deal with this bullshit that this motherfucking Trump initiated yesterday and the response of the law enforcement. Now, y'all already know if that had been us, it would have been a lot of bodies got carried away on yesterday. But hey, 
That's just the way it is. I'll be right back. Hey, y'all, check this out. This is the Southern Nerd. Hey, listen. Whenever you find yourself, if you're living in the Phoenix City, Columbus, Georgia area, and you want some good eating, I mean some truly good eating, good food, beautiful establishment, beautiful, beautiful people, go to Atlanta Wings Express. 1815 12th Avenue, Columbus, Georgia, 31901, or you can call 706-984-7115. They do deliver uh, DoorDash, of course, I know. But this establishment is a beautiful. I eat there all the time. It's run by Muslims, of course. The food is halal, good food. Good food, beautiful people, beautiful establishment. Go by, check them out. Tell them the Southern Nerds sent you. Hello, Ishmael. Once again, great show. Um, thanks for the chance to voice my opinion. Um, first of all, um, it starts as a child. If you have parents that don't respect, then it passes down generation to generation. Black people are always in competition with each other to see who has the most. Instead of giving each other support, we will support the white man. We will buy from the white man before we will the black man. That's where jealousy comes into play. We need to flip that mentality and support each other. Stop killing each other. It's not just the police that are killing us. We're killing ourselves. We need to join together in unity, and then we'll watch the black race prosper. But before we do that, it has to come with R-E-S-P-E-C-T, respect. That's how we make it happen. Thank you for letting me voice my opinion, and have a good night. All right, y'all, welcome back, welcome back. Hey, check this out, here we go. Again, I want to thank everybody that got out and voted in Georgia to bring about some changes in our political spectrum. But what has just recently transpired due to the leader of the genius that we see Storming the Capitol, busting windows, doing all this. Ain't no doubt if it had been black people, if it had been Hispanic people, if it had been anybody other than Trump people, that would have been more than just one woman losing her life. Now, what we're going through is deep because while everybody is focusing 
on what's going on in Washington and, and, and the white supremacists. See, they're attacking the capital. They're attacking the places where people is, is supposed to be making laws. Although their reasoning is fucked up. They're attacking, they're attacking up there. Now, although we did get out and vote, we left the voting precinct, went right back to our neighborhoods, and continued killing each other. That's exactly what we did. Now, Y'all know that I don't like really using the term racism. But I'm going to use it because it's a term that everybody is used to. But this shit is deep, man. And we've got to really just open up our eyes and realize we've got to start clearing our minds ourselves. I told somebody, a partner of mine, another uh, producer, he and I was talking today. And like I told him, I really wasn't around during the time of segregation But from what I have studied, personally, I think that was a bad mistake. Listen to me. Now, use common fucking sense. We fought like hell. We, we got brutally beaten and did everything to enslave we fought like hell to get out of slavery. But by the time that they decided to let us go, they know we was already so fucking brainwashed, we, we wasn't going to want to do without them. So they said, okay, you're free. You can go. But we didn't want to go. We fought like hell to get back. We fought like hell to get with what they hate. We want better schooling. We want equal this. We want this. We want that. They sitting back laughing. I told y'all, we set the niggas loose. They ain't gonna want to go nowhere. They think they got it better over here with us. Not realizing they wouldn't have been shit without us. Everything that, that, that they had come off the, the, the backs of our ancestors. But by now, we so fucking brainwashed, we think we can't do without them. But in reality, we could have seceded. But they had us so fucking scared by now, we feel like we can't make it without them. Now, And people that know me, Caucasian, white people that know me, 
know that when I say this, I'm not talking about everybody. But the, the genes know when I'm talking about them because it's going to make their skins kind of, you know, crawl. Ooh. It ain't going to sit right with them. I don't care. I really don't. I mean, why should I give a damn about somebody feeling that don't give a damn about mine, my kids, don't give a damn about nobody feeling? So why should I care about that? That's just how, I, that's just how it is. But segregation, to me, that was a mistake on our part. Now, like I said, I understand fear has a lot to do with it. When you look at the Black Wall Street. Now, check this out. These Caucasians, these are the ones that you call the blue-eyed devil. They leave church and decide they was going to go burn down the black folks. They leave church now. But then check this out here. We fight like hell to join their church. We fight like hell to learn what they learning in the church. Now, this is what a lot of churches is not going to tell you. Most of the churches that's a part of the faith, faith, faith-based organization, they're only going to preach so much anyway. Because if they preach, if they preach the wrong thing, they're going to lose their fund. So it's watered down. But, these people leave their church, go burn down Black Wall Street. Now, we scared as fuck. Instead of us saying, okay, we finna pull together and we finna build again. I mean, we did it during slavery. Shit happened, we build again. But we were so afraid they had us so fucked up. We just just pretty much just gave up because we felt like regardless what we did, they was going to destroy or take it away. So what we do, we really just turn on each other. With their help, of course. Put the drugs out there. Oh, let Billy over there. Yeah, go ahead and let him sell some drugs. Because he's going to make a little money. He's going to go put them rims on the car. He's going to buy every pair of Jordans to come out. He's going to be clean. The other ones in the neighborhood ain't going to like that shit. Yeah, so let Tommy on that side over there get him some too. Let him sell on that side of town. Okay, and 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 and... and Tyrone, get Tyrone some on that side of town. Let him come up. Because, see, they all going to get their own little crews. They going to start beefing. They going to, this going to be a gang on that side. 
I don't know why they claiming that street over there because they really don't own that motherfucking street. The street belong to the city, but we're going to let them claim it like it's theirs and we're going to let them kill over it like it's theirs because we ain't got to police it for real. They're going to kill up each other. Then we'll just go over there and arrest them and, and, and send their ass to one of these private-owned prisons that uh, some of the big-time athletes that they support they own these jails, so, you know, they got to go out there and buy their shoes. They're going to go rob. They're going to go do what they got to do to buy the, the athlete's shoes. But then when they get caught, they're going to go to the athlete's prison. See, they don't know all this, okay? But anyway, everything that's taking place is shit that they had already programmed to take place. I turn on the news today. Murder. Come on, y'all. For real? I mean, I, I know it's going to happen. I'm not naive. I know it's going to happen. It's been happening since the beginning. We. Black folks been killing each other since the beginning with Cain and Abel. But come on. For what reason? Man, with everything going on right now, the pandemic, killing. Police, killing. White folks, a corrupt, evil white folk, killing them. Prisons, why? Warehouses. Warehouses. Prisons. If you've seen some old slave movies and how they had them, Packed in the bottom of the ships. They got us packed in prisons the same way. Hey, we got to bring about some change. We got to change our attitudes about each other. We got to start realizing and start thinking and using common sense. This past week, when them $600 checks start rolling in, let me tell you something, man. And I got to say this. I seen more of us, black women, going into the nails shops, going into the hair shops. They done got their little $600, and some of them they got the kids that's got a little extra, they ain't thinking about what's going to happen if they don't approve for some more money. What's going to happen two weeks from now when shit start running bad or the COVID strike up again or, or they shut us down again? I done broke this damn nail I just spent all this money for, so what the fuck am I going to do? 
I got caught outside the other day in the rain. Lord, it just started raining. My wig and balled up. I ain't got no money to take it, get it fixed. And then again, this one of them kind of my words that throw it away. Come on, y'all. Be for real. They knew what they was doing when they gave them $600 to everybody. Some people going to use it right. Some people going to take care of their bills and all that. Some of us, hey. And we need to wake up, people. We really, really need to wake up. We need to stop hating each other. Find something good to say about somebody. When I'm out and I'm in, in, in different stores, I always try to find something to say. Matter of fact, let me say this to you. I don't know her name. I was in Walmart again this morning. And I was coming, I was walking up one aisle. And there was a lady, a young lady that works there. I think she was doing the shopping, you know. And there was another older lady in front of her. And the lady had just stopped like she was just, you know, just looking around. So I stopped on the other end, and I just stood there too. So I, I looked at the young lady that, that works there. You know, she stood there, and she, she didn't say anything. Her facial expression didn't change. And finally, the old lady started leaving, you know, started walking away. So when we passed each other, I told our sister, I say, hey, I said, that's good patience. And she couldn't do nothing but smile. You know, because a lot of times, man, listen, if you say something good to somebody, man, you could, hey, you never know how it could change their day. And guess what? Here's the ripple effect behind it. If you say something good to somebody that might be just going down, you never know. They, they might just need to hear something good from somebody just out of the blue. Somebody just recognize something that they do. Here's the, here's the good part about it. When they feel good, then they're going to pass it on to somebody else. And then that somebody else going to pass it on to somebody else. But if they go in and they got a fucked up attitude, and then they step to somebody else with that fucked up attitude, then they done pissed off this person. This person going, oh, they going to go and they going to piss off the next. Hey, then you got to, hey. Come on. We can do it. We got out and voted. We made a change. Let's continue to make a change. Let's change our mindset. Let's change the way we treat each other. This is the Southern Nerd. I got to get ready to get out of here so I can get this ready for y'all. Again, I like to thank everybody. Please send in, hey, leave me a message. Record me a message. Shoot it in. I will be releasing some new music soon. I will be doing the little video featuring Little One. I tell you people, I am so happy that I found my little one. I ain't going to tell you no lie. I cried like a little baby last night. I sure did. That's my partner, you know. But uh, Allah's good. Y'all have a blessed one. Stay safe. Stay safe. 
I got some funny shit. I'm going to come back with you the next time. Y'all know I'm a comedian, too. I think so. Shit, I make myself laugh. I talk to myself all the time. So y'all can call me crazy if you want to. I really don't give a damn. Guess what? I ain't that damn crazy. I ain't in no straight jacket. I ain't like some of y'all. I ain't finna go to motherfucking nail salon shop or, or, or spend no motherfucking however much y'all be spending on them big ass rims. And then my motherfucking uh, 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 kid walk around the same diaper on for two days. Nah, Mm-mm. I ain't that damn crazy. Y'all have a blessing. Y'all know I'm going to keep it real. I'm going to talk shit. This is the Southern Nerd. All right, y'all. I'm going to leave y'all right here. But I can leave y'all without something sounding so good. So y'all have a safe, blessed one. This is the Southern Nerd. I got to get out of here, y'all. It's time to get on the grind.